Tim, always an honor to be with you. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, we'll talk about your campaign and the effort to unseat Brad Raffensperger and what you just heard him say there. Get to that in a moment. I want to, though, quickly get your thoughts on what we're watching around the world, those thousands of miles away. The Russians now evidently with troops on the other side of that border with Ukraine. What, what's, your, what's your sense of all this? Yeah, I think we will all look back uh, probably just within the next couple of weeks and realize that the invasion is already underway as we speak right now. Looks as though that has occurred uh, overnight. Uh, As you said, Putin has uh, invaded, has troops on the ground inside Ukraine, on the eastern uh, side of Ukraine right now. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's escalated tremendously just within the last couple of hours. The chancellor of Germany has come out saying that he'll not certify the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. So this is getting more intense all the time. The U.S. has evacuated our embassy personnel to Poland at this point. So um, it looks like uh, things are heating up, and there is no good, I don't see, that is going to come from this at all. Well, there are 435 of you in the House, uh, another 100 in the Senate, uh, only one commander-in-chief. Uh, is is there going to be, you're, I'm sure talking with Republican colleagues in the House, is there going to be an effort to speak with one voice on this, or do we all go to partisan corners? Uh, we will see. You know, you, you hope at times like this that we all unite around the good of America. Uh, unfortunately, Tim, we just has, have very weak leadership in the White House right now. There is no way this would be taking place if Trump were in the White House. I think we all recognize that. And and yet it is happening under Biden's watch. Uh, and Putin knows that we have weak leadership here and he's taking advantage of it. So hopefully uh, we as congressional legislators will come together at this point and work for the good of our interests to defend our interests uh, in Europe and abroad. And Congressman Jody Heiss, candidate Jody Heiss, leaving the House to run for Secretary of State. You heard Brad Raffensperger, the incumbent, as we rolled in here. Uh, I want to ask a question. You heard what Raffensperger there said about then-President Trump and his complaints about Georgia. He says, Raffensperger, knocking down all those complaints, nothing to any of those things about the elections of 2020. Let me ask the question this way. If Donald Trump Never mind if he'd won re-election, that would have involved other states. But if Donald Trump had carried Georgia, would you be running for Secretary of State? Uh, well, it depends on it's, – it's all about the election integrity uh, issue to me. The issue is not how, who wins an election. The issue to me is whether or not we've had fair elections. And with all those things that you uh, brought up that Raffensperger said about Trump – I was thinking all the while that it was Raffensperger who said that this was the most secure election in the history of Georgia, which it absolutely underscored, highlighted, was not. We have had mass uh, problems in this last election, and that is the issue. It's not who won the election, but was it an honest reflection of the voice of the people? And I'm not at all convinced that it was. And so I would, uh, if, if the election problems that have come forth uh, were not changed, I would be in this race. All right, talk about some of those. Uh, and, and and more than talk about what went wrong, talk about what you would propose to make things right. Uh, give me a couple of examples of things you see that were problematic in the election of 2020 and what you would do moving forward to fix them to the extent that Senate Bill 202 hasn't addressed some of them. Yeah, right away. I mean, I was part of a conference call with Brad Raffensperger March two years ago 
uh, where we were, uh, I personally was involved in the battle in the oversight committee with the Democrats trying to push H.R. 1, a federal takeover of our elections. And the content of that bill was at that time rumored to be being pushed by Stacey Abrams here in Georgia. So we called urging Brad not to give in to that. That was where we first went downhill. He gave in to everything, Tim. He basically made H.R. 1 a part of Georgia's election, which I'm not sure he had the authority to do, but things such as the drop-off boxes, weakening voter identification, sending out absentee ballot requests to everyone on our voter registration files. These are things that had never been done in Georgia's election process before, and Brad Raffensperger did it. That was the beginning of a disastrous outcome in relation to election integrity in this state, and those are things that should never have been done, and they need to be corrected in addition to multiple other issues that SB 202 is addressing. I have Senator and Lieutenant Governor's candidate Butch Miller out there running to eliminate drop boxes altogether. Would you endorse that proposal? Absolutely. Absolutely. We don't need drop-off boxes, and especially now, SB 202 places those drop-off boxes inside precincts, and they are only available during precinct hours. Well, if you're going to go inside to drop off a ballot, you just as well go inside to vote. The machines are right there. There is no reason for us to have drop-off boxes. Many of these, although technically they are supposed to be monitored, uh, we we have people who are just watching, but they don't know what they're going to be watching. Uh, They don't have the authority to stop someone from continuing to uh, ballot harvest and this type of thing. We don't need drop-off boxes. I totally support that bill to get rid of them. Let's define terms. Uh, Congressman Jody Heisecker, that's a term that gets kicked around a lot, ballot harvesting, some video floating around in recent days purporting to show it. What, uh, what to your understanding, is ballot harvesting? My sense of it is this. Uh, that, uh, there's not supposed to be some third party out there collecting ballots, and then there evidently is some evidence that that has happened. Yeah, and that's that's what ballot harvesting is. It is when an individual or an organization, as, as it uh, may, may apply, whatever the case, uh, collects ballots from various people and then goes and supposedly delivers those. But we don't know if they deliver them at all. Uh, they could be changed. They could. I mean, there are multiple problems, and we have laws in this state that prohibit ballot harvesting. But as you indicated, we now have multiple videos of multiple people engaging in what appears to be ballot harvesting, taking pictures of themselves actually before dropping the ballots in the drop-off boxes. And we've had a whistleblower now come forth saying that he was getting paid $10 a ballot for these things. Uh, Multiple problems. There's been over 240 individuals who have possibly been identified as mules for this ballot harvesting in Georgia. And we've got to get to the bottom of this. We've got to stop it. That is illegal. It is a wide open door for all sorts of fraudulent uh, possibilities. And again, uh, Brad Raffensperger opened this door. And yes, we need to get rid of the drop-off boxes. Uh, Talk, too, about voter ID, Congressman Heist, candidate for Secretary of State uh, Jody Heist. First of all, photo ID requirements for in-person voting in Georgia. That's been the law for a lot of time, for for whatever reason, controversy. I've always said mostly partisan attached to that. But your concerns go beyond that, and I suppose focus most specifically on uh, the mail-in absentee ballots and, and the voter ID requirements there. Yeah, and what uh, what it turned into in this last election 
is a so-called signature verification that was drastically weakened where it was not required to verify the signature with the signature that is on file uh, with the state. Instead, uh, that was still a possibility. But what what it turned into was looking at the signature on the uh, ballot request and looking at the signature on the envelope. Well, if it's an illegal voter requesting a ballot and all you're looking at is a signature requesting a ballot and the signature on the envelope, well, then it passed. And and we don't know who those individuals were. It was not verified whether or not they were part of uh, our files, whether or not they were authentically legal voters or not. Now, SB 202 has changed that to where the, the verification will be based upon a driver's license number which is kept with the state, I think that's going to be much more difficult to uh, hide. I mean, a number is a number, and it either matches the driver's license number on file or it does not. So I think we certainly have moved in a strong direction towards more secure voter identification. Uh, quickly and, and apologetically here, because I had this on my schedule as yesterday. It's actually today. You're, you're out at Ben Epps Airport kicking off a swing around the state. Uh, you're going to be visiting several cities. Talk about the trip quickly and, and tell us about the state of the campaign uh, at, at this moment, a couple of months away, uh, three months away from primary day. Yeah, we're really excited about this week, Tim. We begin today at uh, the Athens Airport. We'll be there about 9 o'clock. In fact, we'll have coffee and donuts for anyone who wants to come out. We encourage everyone to come on out as we get started. But uh, from Athens today, we'll be going to Peachtree City, then Dallas, then Dalton. We'll be in Columbus and Albany, Valdosta, Macon. We're literally going to be all over the state uh, this week with a fly-around tour. And uh, people can get information on where we'll be, when we'll be there by going to our website at jodyheist.com, and you'll see their information about the flight tour. But we're really, really excited about this. Uh, as you know, so much time is spent in Washington, D.C., and being able to come to a week like this and literally in one week be able to get all over the state. We're just really excited about this. We've got, I know we're going to be you know, with great crowds and uh, just really excited about it. And we're thrilled with where we are right now in the campaign. Things are going great, uh, tremendous momentum in every direction, and we're just very honored with the support that we are receiving from all across the state. All right, Congressman Heiss, I know you're up against it, a tight schedule this morning. We'll let you get to it. Thanks for your time. Best of luck out there. Thank you so much, Tim. Have a great day. All right.